is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Right, 1420 in the morning for this 23rd day of May 2023. Today's show was every show this month brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase for a sporting event, concert, or a show, whatever you're planning on going to this summer. Plan ahead and go and get some tickets at SeatGeek.com and save yourself 20 bucks in the process. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Sports Network, Belly Up Media. Go to BellyUp.com and uh, check out all their great sports uh, content articles and other podcasts after you check ours out obviously at bellyup.com and thank you very much for being a part of our uh thank you for making us part of your day each and every day here at 1420 uh, world headquarters uh my apologies everybody didn't get a show out for uh since i think thursday night me and day did one and then we didn't do any 1420 in the morning we didn't have a last call on sunday night been a little preoccupied on the baseball field a lot going on around here in lethbridge alberta great weekend of shows and then last night i got a surprise visit from my brother from victoria he showed up out of nowhere last night and i was quite surprised i was sitting no actually i was sitting over at brown's having a, a frosty pre-show beverage me and Dave were supposed to record last night and it just never happened because my brother said he was at my front door and he came over to Brown's there and we hoisted a few beers last night and had some laughs and with my, my mom and, and his wife and Deanne she showed up too and it was a nice little night and an unexpected surprise so Dave and I didn't get a show out last night we'll get one out to, to the masses very shortly anyways uh, there it is there's a, the biography of why we didn't put any shows out not anybody I don't think cares but there's a reason if you do care you know, I hope you do but anyways uh, it was a great weekend of baseball here in Lethbridge Alberta at Old Spit Stadium uh, great ending the CCBC season, the Canadian College Baseball Conference. It's a it's a great uh, league that they have here. Eight teams, I think it is. I should probably know that since I'm an umpire in that league. But there was a it was a great tournament all in all. The weather was great. A little bit smoky uh, on Friday and Saturday because of the wildfires are still raging up in in northern Alberta and the wind shift and everything else. But it's a great weekend of baseball that uh, was definitely a, a culmination of a great season, that the unexpected season, one of the more competitive seasons over the years that they've had in that league. But it was an interesting to to see. And being an observer on a baseball field where you don't have a vesting interest in who wins and who loses the ball game, no matter what people say, umpires, we don't care who wins or loses uh, these games. But it was very interesting to see uh, 
the, the, the raw emotion of these players throughout the weekend and the, the way the game is supposed to be played and the way support, uh, sports is supposed to be played uh, and not with all the, the noise that get, that comes out with minor sports and amateur sports and everything else. But we'll get to that in half a second. Uh, the college sports experience is something to to watch. And no matter what level, whether it be NCAA or Canadian College or U Sport here in Canada or JUCO or whatever it might be, the uh, in my opinion, it's the most pu- it's the purest form of sport that there is because you don't have a bunch. You have a bunch of kids who might be playing for their last time in their careers. They might be playing for they're not playing in general for contracts. Most of these guys know that the the end of their careers are, are coming to an end, and they're utilizing their athletic abilities to get themselves an education, and they're they're utilizing it to uh, the networking and everything else that it comes with with um, with college sports. And it's great. It's it's such a great thing to have that it, you get away from all the noise of amateur sports and you, you see a lot of the, the emotion of the, the the games that come out uh come comes out through the coaches and comes out through the players and it's, it's rarely a, a negative thing yes there was a few um head butting situations over the weekend nothing too major that happened throughout the the tournament at spitz there but it was a, a great emotional weekend and you saw players who cared about each other and they cared about winning for not only for the for the for their uh their their teammates but for their their college and for the people that they hang out with on a daily basis i got to know a few of the uh the kids from PBA, the Prairie Baseball Academy, throughout this this season, because we were around uh, Lloyd Nolan Yard a lot, so you got to know these kids a lot in the emotion they got into the season. It didn't end the way they they, they that they hoped with a loss on I think it was on Sunday night that the uh, game came down the wire, an 11-10 loss at bottom of ninth. They, they had a chance to win that game, but you, you see a lot of these things that the players playing for each other, and they're, they're, the players playing for their friends, their teammates, their classmates, guys that they they hang out with a lot, guys that they. They aren't forced to hang out with guys that are playing not for an academy, not for some contrived team that didn't exist before this season, not some contrived uh, team that may not exist next week, not some travel team that they, their parents play, paid for them to get on or paid paid somebody for to be on that. But they, they were playing for their 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 friends, and you saw that a lot over the weekend with the. Um, with the way that they were playing for for each other, and it was it was so, it was so refreshing to see that that it was a, a bunch of guys on every team that was playing. They knew that they were playing maybe that what might have been their last game. They might have been playing their last game of of organized baseball. There might have been uh, they might have been playing their their last uh, game of of any baseball at all. Because in general, uh, in general, they don't have many rec leagues that I know of. There there are a few that that pop up here and there. But in general, when you're done playing baseball, you're basically done. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, you can go and play slow pitch, but it's not the same, right? It's just, it's organized slow pitch. And if anybody takes slow pitch uh, competitively, you're doing slow pitch wrong. There's my, uh, there's my thoughts for the day. People know my, know my opinions on slow pitch. But in general, you have a bunch of kids or young men, I should say, they're playing the game the right way. They're playing hard. They're playing maybe to go, to go down south and get a, a college scholarship or partial scholarship down south to an American college. They might be playing the odd guy out there, might be looking for a, a minor pro contract or a, a uh, independent league contract or something along those lines but in general most of the kids uh, gen- most of the uh, the guys playing this weekend knew that it was going to be their last weekend of competitive baseball in their lives they, they knew that uh, the, 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 the the next at bat might be their last they knew that the next pitch that they got or the next uh, ball that they got hit them was going to be their last one so the extra effort that was there throughout the weekend from every from every team was uh 
was something to watch. It was something to behold. And it was a lot of fun to be out there and be a part of. Like, and like I said, when you don't have a vesting interest, who wins? And you can sit back and watch a little bit. No, I wasn't just sitting back watching. I was officiating games. But sometimes when you're in the stands between your your games as an official, you, you watch the fans and you watch the parents and you watch the players and you have the conversations that people are having and the fun that these guys were having and competing for what might be the last time because that's something that, get, that gets lost with guys that they, they, they miss the, the competition of being a, a, a high-end athlete I guess that you, you miss that competition and going out there and playing hard and playing for a championship and playing for something. Cause you, that's one thing you lose. You don't get a chance to do very often when you, uh, you, you hang up your hockey equipment or you hang up your gloves or your cleats, whatever it may be, whatever sport you're playing. And you don't get a chance to do that in college sports, no matter if it's football or baseball or hockey, it gives guys one, one last chance when they get a little bit more mature and a little bit older to realize that, Hey, this is it. And this is something that I, I wanted to do uh, that, that this has been a lot of fun but they know deep down inside that they're they're not going to be able to do again and it's it's a refreshing to see these guys play for each other and not to some like i said some contrived travel team that doesn't really exist anymore or didn't really exist in their brains before and it was some some guy trying to make a few bucks off their backs and their hard work and and something that just doesn't doesn't go but these kids are from all ages 18 to 23 24 years old and they they know the business and they, they know that they're They've reached the pinnacle of of their sport, and they, they've had a great time doing it. And, and this weekend was a culmination of of that happening. And it was fun to it was fun to be a part. It was fun to see there were some some great plays, some not so great plays. There was some uh, some some comebacks, some real close comebacks. There were some wins. There were some losses. There were some tears that that were being shed. And another thing that I noticed a lot is that these young men when they knew that it was over, they, they saw that it was over and their parents, um, you know, some of these guys are 23, 24 years old and the, the tears that were coming out of their eyes, no matter what, even though like after they, it was only one team was in, ended up winning the whole thing. We'll get to them in half a second, but it was interesting to watch them and watch the parents, um, uh, reaction to their, 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 their boys, uh, getting emotional a little bit and the, and the, 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 the culmination of their careers and everything that they've been through over the years. And it was, it was interesting to watch that parents were, were watching their boy play for the last time in something that they've been, been either being a, a good parent, a bad parent, a good sports parent, a bad sports parent. You don't know what it was like because every parent to a, to a person was a, a good sports parent and they were supportive of their, of their kid. There was cheering for their, their kid's team. There was cheering for good plays there were there wasn't any worrying about what the other guy was doing there wasn't any worrying about if the academy or some or some uh some evaluator was there watching their kid or making sure that their kid was making the right play. They weren't worried about scouts in the stands. They were, they were worried about seeing their boy play for the last time. And they were worried about their, their, they were worried about the, the actual outcome of the game and not what the stat line was. And a lot of parents, uh, they worry too much when their kids are, are 12, 13, 14 years old about what the stat line is of their kids. And they could care less if their kids team wins or wins or not. But this weekend was a hundred percent. It was refreshing to watch these guys play, uh, play for each other and, and not just the team that won but every team to a man that was playing it was funny on Sunday night when we, we the game between Victoria I was on third base between Victoria and Calgary I said to the Victoria third base coach good guy which I can't remember his name doesn't much matter right now but um 
I, I shook his hand as they all they all do before the, the game started. And I said, "Hey, man, if you'd have told me it was Victoria and Calgary going to be in the uh, the play-in game to get the A side final, I would have uh, or the championship final. I'd have said you guys are crazy because I saw Victoria lose twenty-six nothing earlier on this season here in Lethbridge in a in a game that didn't go so well. For Victoria they got off the bus and there was a lot of stories going on, but it was very interesting to see a team that played hard and Victoria played hard all weekend long and they had a good good bunch of kids, a nice bunch of kids. And I call them kids because I'm I'm not a kid, obviously. I'm twice all at least twice of all their all their their ages so i can call them kids i guess but it was it was great to see that they they put in the effort that, and that the heartbreak wasn't great to see the heartbreak they had yesterday but the uh the, the effort they put in they were down seven one they came back they made a game at eight seven final i think the final score was came down to last out with calgary last night and uh it was it was just a fun fun tournament to watch and the thing about uh the, these uh these 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 games it's uh you you see something that these guys that these players they may never see each other again they may may never have a chance to um, be as a group. In fact, I can guarantee you that most of these guys, they went their merry ways. Some guys have to go and, and, uh, they have to report to their college summer teams that some are just going home to the season's over because season's over well after the school year's done. So they probably had their own vehicles and they just went home. They did that. That was it. So as a group, they will never be together again. You wouldn't think, but it's something that maybe a few of them will sit around in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now, and they'll have this memory forever uh, that they, that they won a championship. It's, you know, it's not, it's not the world series, it's not the NCAA world series. It's it's, but it's a championship that as a group, they came together and they they won and it's something that they can even a team that lost they can go back and look at something and say you know what that was pretty cool that was so we we almost pulled this thing off and we, we no one gave us a chance it was something that we can we can hold our heads up high it's, it's not much solace here getting something from the 1420 podcast to uh, talk about that but it's uh it's something that the, every team that, that gets together that that late in, the, in their lives and not not be playing for anything but their their friends their teammates and and actually for the jersey on their backs for once that doesn't happen a lot in, in sports because a lot of times in amateur sports guys aren't playing they're playing for their own stat line they're not playing for a team but i think to a man every team this week in the ccbc championship was playing to to win something and playing for their friends playing for their teammates playing for their 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 school and because uh, these guys they hang out a lot they're together a lot throughout the season and they, uh, they they you could tell that they were they were playing for their friends and their teammates like there might be some every team has people who don't get along but when when you're on the field you uh those those kids were playing hard for each other and it was refreshing to watch so so, yeah, it was it was a great weekend all along. Uh, it was a fun tournament to, to be had. It was a lot of fun. I, I wish more people would have come and showed up, but the weather and long weekend, people uh, people don't get the chance. To, but if you ever have a, a chance in the, the upcoming years, uh, go to a university sports event because it's it's great. It's great drama. It's great. It's great to watch because most of these kids, especially here in Canada, they aren't going on to bigger and better things. This is pretty much it and the culmination of of a, of a baseball career that they, they thought may have been a, a big league venture. Their parents might have thought it'd been a big league venture but in general, when you get to a Canadian college uh, university, this is pretty much it. Like some guys do move on to different things, but these guys are putting in the effort night in, night out, and, and it's it's fun to watch no matter what sport it is. And it's uh, it's the way the sport should be played. They play hard, they play the right way, uh, whatever is the right way. But it's uh, they, they they play for for each other, and it was it was really fun to watch. And I, I hope more parents uh, go and watch this and, and and show their kids and or, or kids show their parents actually more so that this is we're playing for fun, and and, and this is why I play the game. Because 
because I'll, I'll never get another chance to do this again. And, and it's it was refreshing to see. And it was a it was a good uh, it was a great weekend of baseball. No one was making a ton of money off these kids. No one's making a ton of money at the gate. No no one's no one's selling jerseys and hats and t-shirts. Like nobody's trying to make a buck off these things. It was pure uh, it was pure baseball. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was uh, like it was uh, it was good baseball. There was like I said, there were some errors. There were some great plays. There were some home runs. There was a grand slam. There there the, everything you wanted to see in a baseball game. And it was uh, it was fun to watch and those kids to, that won a championship. It's uh, it's great. And there wasn't none of that other noise that happens in amateur sport with with the academies and everything else. It was just great to watch that these these people were having a, a good uh, good time. Teammates were like after every game, the last game of every team with double elimination. And when teams were knocked out, you had teammates hugging teammates. You had parents hugging te- uh, fa- you had parents hugging their kids you had parents hugging fellow teammates and they, they were just watching the watching the emotion of it and the tears and everything else and I think some parents were going to go you know what all those years of yelling and screaming and everything else it wasn't really worth it over the years and and being mad and spending all that money when th- this is what we should have been we should have been watching the games more than we should have been uh, arguing about what where my kids playing where where little Jimmy ranks on the the totem pole of of amateur sports or or everything else and but it it was a, it was something to it was sports the, the it was sport the way sport was meant to be played and it was a, it was a great thing to be a part of and uh, I don't think I got any calls right I'm sure some of the managers and everything else might think anything wrong but I had a pretty good weekend on the field it was a lot of fun being a part of and like once again thank you to uh, the Perry Baseball Academy for having us uh, in in there around the, the ballpark all year long to help out umpires and help your guys out a little bit to get knowledge of strikes and everything else but anyways to end the to end this uh, show off we'll get to the birthdays and things I want to say congratulations to the University of Calgary Dinos and head coach Cam Williams, the CCBC champion this weekend. Good championship victory. I, I didn't think you guys were going to pull it off when the tournament started, like I said, but Cam, you uh, you you have that team with some good emotion and a good bunch of kids, like I can call them kids, a great bunch of kids who aren't controversial. They were having fun. They were playing the game the right way. It did not go unnoticed to the umpiring crew that you guys uh, were having a lot of fun and that uh, that might have put you guys over the top. You were Your, your bench guys were, were, were screaming and hollering and having a good time your bullpen was singing a bunch of songs out there from the bullpen trying to get some runs and everything else so it was a lot of fun to be around you guys throughout the weekend if there was a call you didn't like you questioned it but there was never an argument you just went your merry way uh your your players to a man they didn't complain uh, uh wholeheartedly your catcher eric good good kid I, I like working behind him he's a lot of fun to be around so congratulations once again to ken williams of the ccbc champion Calgary Dinosaurs on winning your, I think it was your first uh, league championship. Uh, congratulations to Amanda. We, uh, it was great to, to see. And I, also, if uh, anybody from Victoria listens to this, uh, the Victoria Golden Tide, I saw, like I said, I saw them lose a 26 nothing game this year. And I didn't think you guys would be in the final, but boy, oh boy, you guys put a scare into Calgary yesterday. You uh, you were down 7-1 and came back to, to uh, make it 8-7. Uh, it was crazy to watch that game. It was a lot of fun to watch that game. And congratulations on your season. Ethan, congratulations on the season coming back. We had a little set two back in April, but I hope you uh, we, we get along later on. We shook hands this weekend, so that was good. But, no, it was a great weekend for the CCBC. And whoever listened to this show, make sure you guys get out to uh, different college baseball things around Canada, around the United States, and watch these teams play because it's a, it's, it's, a, it's the way the game could be should be played. And there's no contracts. There's no parents. There's no – it's just kids playing baseball, having a good time. And that's the way the game sh- – 
the game should be played. And I hope more parents realize that that's the way the game should be played. Anyways, there's my rant for the day here in 1420 in the morning. Uh, remember to uh, go to righteousfelon.com for 15% off their craft beef jerky. Righteous Felon is the official supplier of beef jerky to the Belly Up Network of Shows. Anyways, on this day in... 2010, the Chicago Blackhawks defeated the San Jose Sharks 4-2 to sweep the Western Conference Finals in front of 22,254 people United Center, United Center in Chicago. San Jose held a 2-0 lead until halfway through the second period uh, before Brent Seabrook scored and Dave Bullock Bowler tied the game up late in the middle frame. Dustin Bufflin scored the eventual game winner on the power play at 14.05 of the third period. 17 days later, the Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks would win the Stanley Cup on Patrick Kane's overtime goal uh, versus the Philadelphia Flyers. I was actually at Dodger Stadium watching that, uh, watching the Dodger game. They had this, the uh, the game on the big screen when Kane scored that goal and went to a bar in downtown Hollywood and watched the uh, the celebration and everything else. But it was uh, fun to watch those Chicago teams. Yeah, they had some controversy after after so, but uh, those 2010 through 14 Chicago Blackhawk teams were some of the greatest hockey teams ever assembled. Too bad they couldn't salary cap and everything else that happened. But congratulations on this day in 2010, the Chicago Blackhawks. And actually, happy 44th birthday to Brian Campbell, born on this day in 1979 in Strathroy, Ontario. Camp, uh, Campbell was a member of those 2010 Stanley Cup winning Hawks team where he uh, he got five points, five total points in the playoffs. Campbell was drafted in the sixth round, 156 overall to the Buffalo Sabres and played in 17 NHL seasons, 1,082 games with 87 goal and 417 points or 417 assists for 504 points and 277 penalty minutes. Won the Lady Bing Award in 2011 when he amassed six penalty minutes as a member of the Florida Panthers. So happy birthday to Brian Campbell. Anyways, make sure you guys uh, thank, thanks for listening to the show. Once again, we're getting back in our regular schedule. Summertime's a little bit tough, but we'll get things straightened out. We'll put it up on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel today. Uh, we put, it's, a, it's a long, drawn-out process. Uh, make sure you guys uh, listen to the uh, podcast, wherever you get, get your podcast. Share it with people out there. Let people know about the 1420 podcast and uh, what we're trying to get accomplished here. We appreciate all the support we've gotten. Uh, we were trying to get some bigger numbers, so but it's a little bit tough right now but with people want not wanting to be inside during it and have me in their ears during the uh the warm weather out there you got a lot going on but thank you very much for being a part of the 1420 podcast and uh make sure you go to our online shop it'll be in the show's notes get yourself some 1420 gear and uh, 1420 in the morning gear hey blue gear and 1420 podcast gear it's all there for your for your pleasure and get get some shirts and go support the uh, 1420 podcast anyways there's your show for this morning me and dave i think we're hooking up tonight haven't really decided what's going to happen there yet but uh uh, as always, I'll see you tomorrow morning for sure on 1420 in the morning. Uh, but as always, uh, hey, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. It's who you're with. Have a good good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the High Five Strangers guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're an arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best, smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.